0: Welcome everyone to Dragon Quest FM, where we talk about and obsess over Dragon Quest. I'm Austin.
1: And I like french fried potatoes.
0: Mm. And BJ's voice is going out.
1: Yeah, this is my voice now, so I'm not just doing a bit. Like, this is going to be awful today, so you're listening to Austin.
0: Yeah, he sounds like, we've been making jokes about how he sounds like uh, Billy Bob Thornton in Sling Blade. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah and, and I guess and i
1: I kind of do so it's uh it's bad
0: <laughs> yeah so uh really quickly for those of you who listen to the podcast but maybe don't uh hear us talking on discord or twitter, we did have a d and d dragon quest inspired d and d session that we did last Friday night that we Uh, live stream for people. And and again, shout out to everybody who who watched us uh, play around on Friday night with some of our friends, Barry and Dale joined us for this. And then we were going to, uh, we thought it was recording to upload it as our DQFM episode last week. But then because of some technical difficulties, uh, we did not have that audio anymore. So outside of those few people who watched it live, and us who got to experience it. Um, It's just lost now forever. So hopefully uh, we will do it again. Uh, BJ had mentioned about wanting to do that kind of thing again, where it was basically I wrote a Dragon Quest-inspired little one-shot where I had BJ and Barry and Dale and their characters encounter some Dragon Quest monsters uh, with their D&D characters, and I did want to mention, because I didn't get to, we didn't talk about this the night we were playing last week, but the there was a, the stables where you guys were at the beginning of the game.
1: Yeah, I thought about, I, I'm almost certain I know what you're going to say in this. So go ahead.
0: So Barry opened up one of the doors, and there were a bunch of little slimes bouncing around in there. And yep. he just closed the door, and then none of y'all ever like went back to it or anything. And uh there i was totally gonna have some of those slimes uh jump around and have uh it morph into a king slime and have you guys fight a king slime and i thought it was going to be this really cool thing and then uh you guys just didn't do it at all
1: (laughs) i I thought about that later whenever we uh, whenever i was looking back at the pictures that i was sharing in the thread that we never saw the king slime and then i realized that's why that uh, we, we missed those slimes because uh, Barry just closed the door on them. And I was like, Bumbo should have gone in there and tried to eat a slime. And uh, <clears throat> and I was like, yeah, that that's where we would have gotten the King Slime.
0: Oh, well, I thought it was a pretty cool adventure. Like I did, I, I did it for my birthday for people who maybe haven't listened to the last few episodes. I, that's what I wanted to do for my birthday this year is play last year for we played d d Uh, with our wives, me, BJ, his wife, Jennifer, my wife, Grace, uh, Jennifer does not like D D. So it took a little, uh, it took a little (laughs) persuasion. Yeah.
1: Yeah. She still hates it. I do everything I can. I I invite her every week we play and she just looks at me. He's like, nah, Nah."
0: grace, grace was going to, uh, join us this past week for the birthday one since it was my birthday. Uh, because she she likes D anD D fine she doesn't want to play every week like we do but like we do uh, family campaigns with me and her and our daughter Naomi and right. things like that but um, she was going to do it and then whenever she realized that it was going to be like her face was going to be like on the internet and stuff and people were going to be like watching she was like oh I don't want to because she hates having an audience for things and she was like oh I don't want to do it if there's going to be any kind of audience so, so that's why she didn't join us uh, last week to play for this one but. For those of you who did not get to watch it, I'm just going to mention a few things that you missed because I actually thought it was a lot of fun. Essentially, the characters were going to Dragon Lord's castle. They're trying to get Dragon Lord's staff. Uh, The castle was all creepy. There was like this purple aura swirling up above and everything that they had to get to. I put in that there were some mercenaries also exploring the castle, but they were Musafer enemies, and I called them Musanaries.
1: Yeah, I loved them.
0: Which I'm still incredibly proud of. I'm incredibly proud of myself for Musanaries. <laughs> as, as you should be, yes. Um, and then there was also, you guys didn't really have a way to heal yourselves based on the characters you had, so I had a little cure slime that you guys could rescue and save and could join your party uh, her name was Little Red Curvet, and it was Curvette yep. for short. And she followed you guys around for a good portion of the adventure. Um, and then ultimately, once you guys explored the castle, found the hidden key, got up to the very top, uh, you guys fought Dragon Lord. Then Dragon Lord showed his true form and turned into a dragon. Um, he killed all <laughs> of you. <laughs> He did
1: like this was this was one of those things like after we did this after we after we wiped I went and looked up the the dragon that you said you had based this on and it's just a CR six like you're right like and I looked at the the numbers and I even rolled the uh, the the damage for his breath weapon multiple times and it always killed the entire party. Every time that uh, I rolled it, like if we had failed our deck saves, like we, like we all did uh, before, like every time I rolled the damage, it was more than our collective hit points, which is absolutely nuts to me because we were a group of like three level fives and I realized it's a six. And so that means it's, it's pretty real, like really powerful compared to us, but I figured it wouldn't kill us in one shot like that, but
0: yeah i did not expect it to either i mean even barry and dale they got their saving throw so their damage was half but it was but they still managed to uh to kill him i mean they had taken a little damage before that so anyway i ended up we did a rewind and i nerfed the dragon i nerfed dragon lord's final form and then you guys uh fought it again defeated it and then you all rolled as you're as all three of you are making a mad dash to try to pick up the staff quickly. I had you guys roll to see who actually got to it first and Barry's character Revanche got to it first and decided to use the staff to finish sending the world into darkness. So the adventure yeah. ended up having a pretty dark ending um, literally and figuratively.
1: I also, I love this because for those of you who don't know what well, you don't know, of course you don't, uh, Revanche is Barry's character that he plays in my Avernus campaign that I'm DMing with Austin, Dale, and Barry. The same group is playing in Avernus. And I. you want to know, I'm going to have this staff. Do you have the stats for this staff? anywhere or
0: no because that was just the end of the adventure and i if i ever write this up to like let people other people play it or whatever i'll come up with stats for it but because of the way i knew the adventure was going to end on friday night i didn't bother doing specific stats for it no
1: okay so what i'm planning on doing is giving it to barry on friday night when we play and because y'all took a long rest at the end of the session last time, I'm going to have him wake up with the staff in his hand and remembering all of the awful stuff that he did and uh, maybe make him make a uh, wisdom save or something uh, so that Revanche, uh, uh is really disturbed by it uh, when she actually did this in, in the past and uh, killed Bumbo and uh, uh Oh my goodness! I can't Patch. remember the other characters. Patch, yeah. Uh, so when when she killed Bumbo and Patch, and uh, this is going to appear in her hand, and she's going to be like, ah, crap!" So I'm gonna I'm gonna tie it in.
0: Yeah, Dale and BJ both created original characters for this one shot. So BJ was a was a it was a very obnoxious hippo man named Bumbo. Um, was and Dale was a tabaxi, a cat man. <laughs> Uh, named Patch, and then Barry just used his character from Avernus, Revanche, to play in this adventure. So at the end, I had the other two characters get blasted off the top of the tower and fall to their <laughs> deaths. Um Mostly just because I really wanted Bumbo to die. <laughs>
1: yeah. and, and I'll be honest, like I wanted Bumbo to die as well. Like that was one of those things where I was playing this and like like the, the everything together was great. Like Bumbo was obnoxious as piss. And like, I, I, I did not even like playing him to be completely honest. Uh, I learned during this that I wanted to start playing characters that weren't this OMG weird, like off the wall characters. Like I really have a desire right now to play a a legitimate character in a DD campaign
0: that'll like, be good because that'll be a breath of fresh
1: air <laughs> it really will like i had a great time with i had a great time with um with arcanon in our frost maiden campaign and then Bumba was just too over the top and even lesser that we've got going on the little goblin cleric is too uh manic for really keeping up with in a serious, a more serious campaign because Avernus is serious, regardless of how goofy you try to make parts of it. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I'm really looking forward to finding a campaign uh, where I can play a more uh, uh, down to earth character than, uh, than a space hippo.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So
1: I, I do look forward to it.
0: There are people watching, and then people after the fact who missed it or came in late. Who did ask a couple of questions uh, about the D and D adventure and about the Dragon Quest stuff that we were doing? Um, okay, yeah. So I wanted to I wanted to answer a couple of those questions uh, today as well. One of them was a few p- different people asked if this was the uh, adventure that BJ and I were working on. Uh, right. We had talked about like months ago and 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 talked about off and on since then. And and no, it's not the greater bigger adventure but the way that you and i've been working on it is that it could be like a yes it could be an adventure set in that realm our dragon quest inspired realm we would just have to change some things like like i did not worry about copyright stuff for no, our no, one for shot something like this for yeah. our one shot yeah so you know the team slimes the the mucinaries pun yeah. might be hard to translate because of Musafer's being a dragon quest property um, so the short answer. Know, we, can, we can have
1: cow enemies. So.
0: <laughs> the short answer is no. That it is not that adventure, but that yes, it, it could be. I mean, it would just be a matter of, of me putting all my notes together and, and writing it down, and it could very easily be. An adventure for you guys to download or, or look at yourselves if you want to play through it. Because I a-
1: actually thought that you were using the uh, the rough map that you had drawn of the Dragon Lord's Castle or the End Castle, like for the Dragon Lord's Castle of the final area in that- the thing that we've talked about.
0: Well, yeah, that is the that is that would that was it. Like was I it? had okay, yeah, like I had done maps for the the Dragon Quest D. D thing that bj and i've been working on the final places like a dragon mages castle and uh, anyway so for this i just kind of repurposed that and i did i shortened it a little bit because in my mind this one shot was going to be about an hour and a half long in reality it was about three hours not quite three hours um, yeah. but i mean you know it just you know we goofed off a little bit and we we took asides to to like you answered people's questions or talked to some people in the chat a few different times and and one of them uh was it sakura that named one of the Musafer's mussolini that we ended up sticking uh, with for a while mussolini. yeah yeah
1: it was uh sakura uh who is a regular in the geek to geek discord and community uh plays in a lot of the D campaigns and stuff and uh she uh she named him mussolini and uh so that one was fun
0: yeah so we kept all that going uh, so hopefully, yeah, this could this would be pretty easy to repurpose and write down and get down for anybody who wants to play it. So if you did miss out on, on watching us or listening to us play it on Friday night, then uh, hopefully you can get to enjoy it yourselves with some friends real soon because... Um, this did kind of work out as a nice little play test to work out some of the kinks like now I know that the dragon the final form of the dragon would kill everyone on a level five party so I'll have to I'll have to tinker with that a little bit
1: (laughs) Yeah, so so we we should there are tools and 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 algorithms not algorithms equations and formulas and stuff that let you adjust the the combat rating for monsters so you could easily like draw that back to a five instead of a six and it would be well within the range of a group of three level fives at that point
0: Yeah, um, I thought everything else went fine like I thought everything else was was about as challenging or as little challenging as it should be like the Drakies obviously weren't gonna ever be that tough but the no, the, no. The Lucifer's took you you guys Took you guys some work to get, bring down all the musophers. I had
1: a lot of fun fighting those musophers. That was one of the. That may have been the highlight for me. Was that uh, that kind of balcony fight with the musophers and the way that we were all positioned, yeah. uh, just having fun with that. Like it was. Uh, I really really liked that
0: one. Somebody asked what would have happened if if Ravanche did not decide to to destroy the world. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which was a good question. I had planned cuz I mean obviously I didn't know which one of you guys were going to get the staff or anything. Yeah. But wh- whoever whichever one of you guys got your staff, I said early on in the adventure that you could either you could either use it to save the world, destroy the world, you could just sell it if you wanted to or you could just like hang it above your fireplace. Like it, w- once it's your staff, you can do whatever you want with it. And right. so so based on who got it and what decision you made you know, you could have just gone and sold it for a few thousand gold at a shop. You could have taken it back home and hung it up at the fireplace, or you could have saved the world. And if you had saved the world, again, this was the end of the one shot. You know, I wasn't going to go into a lot of detail or have you guys play in a lot after Dragon Lord was defeated. But yeah. um, it was basically just going to be that kind of Dragon Questy ending where it's like, you know, the the darkness fades, the sun comes out, that purple aura is gone, and everything yep. looks kind of nice and happy now. I was. Uh, gonna have curvet pop back up because she had left you guys because she was scared
1: <laughs> yep i was gonna I have mean, her- she should have been she didn't died.
0: yeah so I, I was gonna have her you know pop back up and and you know thank you guys for defeating dragon lord and and all of that good stuff so it was it was a slightly happier ending than you guys getting blasted off the tower to your deaths and revenge you know becoming the new like demon lord king of the of the world so yeah. So that's that's uh that's the alternate ending I guess uh that somebody had asked. And then um let's see I should have written these down. Somebody had asked us at the time cuz we had some some uh some mic issues and other things. Somebody yeah. had asked about the about one of the fights cuz we had our mics were going out at, uh, during one of the fights and somebody asked, I think it was about the dragon. I think it was at the end there whenever you guys all wiped on the dragon, a lot of only your mic was working uh, during that part. And so I think a lot of, I think the people who were watching missed a chunk of that. And so, but we've talked about that now. So that was what people missed. It's the, Everybody died, and I just I gave him a mulligan, and we reset
1: everything. <laughs> which is which is really funny because this is the second time it happened to us when we were starting out of Vernus in the first dungeon. They found one of the the cultist leaders, and they cast fireball because they the the party interrupted the the leader doing something and as they reacted to them they threw a fireball at the entrance because you know they're doing something really evil and I killed my entire party immediately we were all and, level 1 uh, I think it was 2 but yeah yeah I, I should not have done this I think it was, it
0: was level 1 cuz dell wasn't with us yet
1: Oh, did Dale come in at two? I thought he came in when, when y'all hit level three.
0: I, I don't Maybe so. Anyway.
1: Like, around the... the it, no, I know you were level two because it wasn't the first session. Uh, y'all went down into the thing and uh, into the bottom, into the dungeon after burning all the ships and uh, causing chaos. And... Uh, When y'all found this, you died, and I didn't even think about how many hit points y'all had or anything at all like that. Like I was not paying close enough attention, and we just kind of rewound, and uh, they used burning hands instead of fireball, uh, which was much more manageable. And uh, I've learned now that I think now that we have both wiped our parties uh, by accident that any deaths that we have, I'm going to keep as permanent now that uh, I'm going to, uh, in Avernus now that we're uh, we're in hell and we've both wiped the parties by accident and learned our lessons, that uh, whenever things happen, uh, i going to be a lot more careful, but I'm also going to keep you guys dead when you die, unless you do something, you know, to revivify or whatever. Yeah,
0: cool.
1: So I, I'm like, yeah, we. it's really easy to kill people, so I'm going to pay attention to that, but I'm going to have it be meaningful when we die instead of dropping a fireball on a bunch of level two. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was bad. Like it was like the uh, the dragon was like, "Oh God, that did so much more damage than I thought."
0: Eight D six is so much damage for a level two. <laughs> <laughs> so, really quickly before we continue uh, this week's episode, I think it is a little time for some shameless self promotion. Shameless, shameless. This is all I got. I knew. I, I actually did not expect you to do uh, anything. You sound like. You didn't sound like Slingblade that time. You sounded like a Muppet. but I'm trying to think about which Muppet. Uh, the
1: uh, the Eagle. The Eagle. Eagle. Sam. Sam the Eagle Sam It's the like Eagle. I. Yeah. Yep. I. Why hello. I am Sam the Eagle. Uh, welcome tonight to that.
0: Yeah, you went from Billy Bob Thornton and Slingblade to Carl the Eagle. So there you go.
1: Sam. Th- Sam the Eagle. <laughs> yeah. Carl <laughs> the Eagle? I what? think Carl the Eagle is going into. Uh, Carl,
0: Carl is uh, his character's name in Sing Blade. That's why i Oh, okay. Just, oh, uh, okay, just, okay, uh, okay, just, okay, uh, okay, okay,
1: okay. I gotcha. I gotcha. I gotcha.
0: He's Carl, whatever.
1: There's also apparently a Carl the Eagle in the Angry Birds, uh, just so that you know, he is a pink golden eagle. Uh, because okay. I, I googled Carl the Eagle and I wanted to see what was going
0: on. Okay, well there you go. but yeah, we do have a patreon page. you can find that at patreon.com/dragonquestfm and a huge shout out to all of our patrons. We really appreciate and love all you guys. This episode is also sponsored by Manscape. A new sponsor appears. Did a command Yeah yeah shave. 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 Command. Shave. 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 You're clean now. Three is (laughs) clean. The folks at Manscaped were nice enough to send BJ and I some stuff. We talked about it a couple weeks ago in an episode, uh, our last episode. Anyway, it's really, really good stuff. We talked about the nose hair trimmers in the underwear last time. and. And people were asking us about it in Discord as well. And I was like, guys, seriously, real talk. These really are my favorite undies now. Like, I really do like. Them. Yeah. I also wanted to mention the beard trimmer. It's called the Lawn Mower 4.0 4.0. It's good. It's good. It's got a light on it, which I didn't realize until I started using it. And the, the light there on the end is really nice. Like, you don't maybe think about how much of a light would help with a beard trimmer, but it really, really does.
1: I will say, like, I haven't used it on my beard. But the light, so the light doesn't matter to me because I've used it on the back of my neck. I am a very hairy man and so I've used this on the, the back of my neck to get that uh, that kind of wispy neck hair that some people grow. I grow a lot of that and it works great for the that.
0: Let's just call them wispies for now. They're your wispies. I got my
1: wispies with it and <laughs> because I can't see my wispies with my eyes uh, the wispies worked. Uh, it got the wispies really well so I'm assuming and like it saw like it saw the light and was like that's why it works so well uh like it helped it move along it's like i'm gonna say it's laser precision uh yeah. even though it's not
0: yeah and
1: like laser guided
0: so if you would like to get your very own lawnmower 4.0 you can use the discount code dqfm at checkout at manscaped.com and you get 20 percent off and free shipping so of course you should totally do that
1: you absolutely should. It's awesome. This stuff is great. Uh, I had never considered using Manscaped before, but seriously, these underwear are fantastic and my neck has never been so smooth. And also, I didn't cut myself this time because usually I use a razor for it. And so that was super nice.
0: My my daughter, Naomi, she started it and then all, all of my girls do now, but my beard, it prickles them, right? And so oh, they, yeah. but they they can't pronounce their R's very well. So it's my pickles. And <laughs> they're always like, get your pickles away from me. And, uh, and so there for a while, when Naomi was a little bit younger, I always had to be super clean shaven because she didn't, uh, she wouldn't let me, she wouldn't let me kiss her at night or, or anything. She wouldn't let me like snuggle up against her because she didn't want my pickles on her. Oh no. so, so she didn't want the prickles. And so I would, uh, so I would have to stay clean shaven all the time. And so the, the, uh, the lawnmower, you know, it shaves really close to the skin there and everything. So it's very nice. And yeah. now my now my daughters love me again. <laughs> Aww, that
1: might be the best sell, way to sell something. Uh, y'all go to manscaped.com, use DQFM at checkout and make your children love you again.
0: But But for real, my children love me again. <laughs>
1: That's that's fantastic. Like I think we ought to just end that right there. Maybe the episode, <laughs> My Children Love Me Again.
0: My Children Love Me Again. Getting back into today's episode, though, uh, I did want to bring up a couple of, of cool things that we've never talked about on this show, which is really weird because you and I love Dragon Quest. Obviously, duh, we do a Dragon Quest podcast. But we love D&D. And we've never talked about Dragon Quest and D&D all that much on the show before. And that's so- true. I thought it was, I wanted to, to mention this because some people know the story already for, you know, it was called Dragon Warrior here in the States. Yeah. Then it was called Dragon Quest when Dragon Quest Eight came around. And yep. some people know that. Some people know that it's because of a, a copyright patent issue that was going yep. on, trademark issue that was going on uh, with a tabletop game, and then that that's that's where it ends. But then with Dragon
1: Quest or with D and D actually,
0: yeah. And so, so I just wanted to share that little story because it's something that we've never talked about, and it's actually a pretty interesting story. So if you know this already, apologies. Just skip ahead like three or four minutes, and we'll be talking about something else. But I did want to mention it for people who maybe don't know this story so Dungeons and Dragons the company behind them originally was called TSR and TSR they you know uh, bought up other tabletop RPGs once Dungeons and Dragons kind of started getting big and one of those that they bought up was this kind of board game tabletop RPG called Dragon Quest and somebody actually a while back I guess it was I guess it's been about a year ago now because you know 2020 kind of like all blurs together um but i think it was about a year ago somebody offered to send me dragon quest the the old school board game the dungeons and oh, dragons dragon quest really game. yeah and i turned them down because i knew i would never play it Aww. And i was like you know i would stick this on a shelf and i don't know that i would appreciate it so i gave them a very polite thank you but no thank you kind of thing because it would be it, it is cool but it's like it's not really dragon quest but it's not really dnd either
1: <laughs> See, and that's one that i've actually wanted to play uh with me having gotten into a board game group last year and then bought up a bunch of board games for jennifer and me to play with our nephew and then other people as well i've been i uh, haven't like gone out and sought it out but i'm i've been like really into uh board games and stuff like that i've thought about grabbing that one at some point so yeah. uh so send me things, free things. Um, but no, it's really cool. It's not D and It's not Dragon Quest. Uh, but uh, Steve, actually, Mister Alarm, did an article in the Geek to Geek Patreon, the Geek to Geek Media Patreon, uh, in the magazine where he talked about like using that as there was there were all these board games like Dragon Quest that led into him actually playing D and D as an adult. Uh, but it was kind of uh, baby steps throughout his entire life using some of these uh, that weren't quite either one. That was an issue nine. You can subscribe at patreon.com slash geek to geek cast. That's not Dragon Quest FM at all.
0: Uh, you know, TSR was a big enough company uh, by the eighties when drag and when Dragon Quest board game was out and all that stuff, this was when they were pushing like, you know, Saturday morning cartoons and they had done like all of this stuff like, uh, and, this was at the time Gary Gygax, one of the guys that founded D anD D, had like gone out to California to try to like make a movie about D anD D and and all of that kind of stuff. Anyway, yeah. very like interesting history there, but it was pretty big at the time. So, Enix, uh, who is probably uh, a smaller company to TSR at this point in its existence, at least you know, video games are still relatively new in the early in the mid to late eighties. They called it Dragon Warrior over here because of Dragon Quest already being a thing yep. with tsr well then Tsr went bankrupt uh and or, or at least started to lose money. I can't remember if they actually went bankrupt or not actually now that I say that I think they just almost went bankrupt
1: yeah they I think they were they were they were very
0: bad off. They, they were on the way to bankruptcy when Wizards of the Coast bought them out, and Wizards of the Coast still owns D and D to this day. And I assume I've never set, seen anything that comes right out and says this. And I've read all of the Arts and Arcana, the uh, the yeah. history of D and D that book. I've Which is read super cool,
1: y'all. It's it's great.
0: It's a really good book. Yeah, I've read through all of that, and just based on the timing here, I assume what happened is that when Wizards of the Coast bought Dungeons and Dragons, like there was a big push with Dungeons and Dragons after that to make it more like World of Warcraft, yeah, because that was you know a big successful thing at the time, and that's where you get like Fourth Edition D and D and stuff. Which and, I really
1: like Fourth Edition, like I know it's it's really divisive, but y'all, if you've if you you've never War- given it a real shot, but, like it, it's really fun.
0: You love World of Warcraft too, though.
1: Well, I do, but I also like the systems. They introduced like minor actions and the way that uh like which have turned into kind of bonus actions in fifth edition. Like they did a lot of good stuff to the combat, but they took out a lot of the uh the the flavor that let you use stuff in the world. Like, but it was a really good system if you uh gave it a chance. So here, me telling you give it a chance.
0: <laughs> so I assume because of all of this that they did not try to they did not want to pursue because TSR, I mean, one of the reasons they were going bankrupt is because they had, like, too many fingers and too many pies. And yep. I, I assume that one of the pies that they let kind of slip out that window and, and go to, like, the street urchins outside <laughs> uh, <laughs> was Dragon Quest because then that's where you get Dragon Quest VIII, uh, and and, you know, it actually being called Dragon Quest after that. And just I've never seen anything that, says that the Wizards of the Coast buyout is the reason that Dragon Quest got to be called Dragon Quest here now, but based on the timing and everything I know about the history of both Square Enix and uh, TSR, Wizards of the Coast, all that, I have to think that that's the case.
1: Yeah, I can't. I can't imagine that it's not like the timing and everything just lined up so well that I think, uh, I think Square Enix took advantage or maybe it was, was it just Enix at that time uh, for Dragon Quest
0: seven? Dragon Quest seven was Enix. Dragon Quest eight
1: was Square Enix. Okay. And well, and it was Dragon Warrior seven here. So yeah. So Square Enix took the, took advantage of uh, the trademark lapsing. I really think so. Like right around in that time, it just lines up too well
0: not to. Yeah, I think so, too. Uh, We had some other D&D stuff that we were going to talk about today, but because of BJ's voice going out on him, I don't want to just keep this going on too long. But we love Dragon Quest. We love Dungeons & Dragons, so we're totally going to be talking about this again in a future episode. I'm positive.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely.
0: If you have questions for us, want to talk to us, whatever, give us a shout-out. Be like, hey, I can't believe you guys didn't save the audio from your D&D one shot. I really wanted to listen to that. And, and again, sorry that we screwed that up. But if you want to yell at us about it some more, remember that you can find us on Twitter at DragonQuestFM. You can also find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash DragonQuestFM. And if you want to talk to me individually, you can find me on Twitter at DragonQuestin.
1: Uh, you can find me as at professor beach on Twitter. Uh, you can listen to my other podcast, uh, the geek to geek podcast, uh, on Spotify, wherever else you listen to podcasts. Um, and you can join us on discord, talk about all of this, uh, and even more at, uh, discord.geek2geekmedia.com.
0: Thanks everybody. And we'll see you next week.
1: I still like them French fried potatoes. Mm. <laughs>